sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, good morning. What a beautiful morning. Woo! Boo! I say, I say that. <laughs> I tell you, um, hey, everybody, as far as candy and all that goes for teen athletes, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, Stay away from it. Um, <laughs> right? I don't know. We've got a great Dang. house we're going to be talking about today. I know, right? We've got uh, Dr. Dale Figtree. She's going to give us a little spin here on nutrition, of course. The king of nutrition, Alex Ramirez, owner of Fit for Life 805. Uh, we've got Sky and Sonia. They're in the waiting room taking a break for from their chiropractic school. They're going to be doing the topic along with Heather Bond today. So before we kick it off, let's see what's going on here. Top five locations. Listening to Teen Sports Radio. Of course, if you're on AM 1290, uh, we love you. Thank you. That's either AM 1290 or FM 96.9. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Eternity Ready Radio excited to be partnering with them and they're also partnering with uh, another country we are going to be sistering up with canada so that's going to add like 24 25 countries teen sports radio is going to be platformed so five top places this week is ashburn virginia brussels frankfurt los angeles fort worth and then we have a new town i guess in virginia tapahannock <laughs> tap uh, i think i just crushed that name <laughs> Tapa Hannah. Tapa Dominique, I know you're the geology. What is it? What do you call it? geography? Do you ever hear that? <laughs> Tapa Hannah. Uh, no, it's new to me. <laughs> Stop Googling. <laughs> I, I used to live in uh, North Carolina and I love, love, love the Appalachian Mountains. Um, so, yeah, it's wonderful out there. Yeah, Tappahannock, I think what it is, uh, I don't think I'm looking at it. It's a river city, and um, it's the oldest river city in their town. And uh, we're gonna have to, I'm going to look at it deeper. And I think it's so cool when I find a new place that's listening to Teen Sports Radio. So we welcome everybody checking us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, love it. Let's talk, uh, let's talk obesity. Dominique, what is Santa Barbara Wellness? That's, that's your gig, right? County well, obesity? When we first formed Santa Barbara Wellness Center back in 2015, I took a look at the county health records and uh, obesity was top of the list of the major uh, problem for our Santa Barbara County residents. That it, it's, uh, it's such a, a killer. It contributes to so many um, health conditions that, yeah, o- obesity is, is something that we really do have to address as a people. And it's quite interesting that if you look at the recommended food intake that our government has been putting out as charts and so forth, that's not necessarily been the greatest for our health. And so we've been following the science and uh, re-educating ourselves as to what should be put into our body. And, and Dr. Dale, you said it so well. There are, are things that we want to add, and then there are things that we don't want to add. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, I, I get, I get when, when, the, when a child got... You know, you start off with uh, Captain Crunch cereal, okay? And then you bring your Gatorade to school. I mean, well, we want to know why kids are just jacked up all the time. And then we have these disorder, you know, emotional problems sitting still and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, it's just not rocket science. And it's, it sickens me 
the platform that the corporations are taking because it's all for profit and it's not for health and it's not for our kids. So we're just going to have to uh, take a different approach to it. And I'm so thankful to having the Alex's Ramirez's of the world and Dr. Dale's of the world and just said, look, you know, to take a box of food, okay, out of a shelf that you got from the grocery store, like what Dominique said, like you can into you know, a bowl of dates and nuts and, and, uh, you know, have a, a cup, a small, a nice warm cup of tea. There's so many alternatives. Dr. Dale. Yes. I tell you, well, add to this conversation. Okay. So let's start with a mighty breakfast for our teen athletes. Okay. Well, first of all, let's talk about nutrients because nutrients are the key. Nutrients are what really support our best health. And there are many foods that have good calories, um, and um, but they have very low nutrients. And unfortunately, you know, most of the breakfast that people eat are low nutrient foods, and it has to do with breads, and it has to do with a lot of the cereals that come in boxes. And, you know, people can feel full, but what they're full of is not high nutrients, not high vitamins, not high minerals. They're full of high calories, which contribute to overweight and also put too much of a strain on the pancreas to produce too much insulin to take this into the cells. And then the pancreas gets worn out and people start getting diabetes. So, um, you know, the usual breakfast cereals out of the boxes, um, you know, and bread, you know, with whatever on it, it's, it's not, not the answer. What's really great for breakfast are things like um, fruit and um, whole grains, like uh, whole grain oatmeal would be excellent with fresh fruit in it to sweeten it instead of sugar, you know, like, um, you know, blueberries and cut up apples and cinnamon and things like that. Um, eggs aren't bad, but they have no fiber whatsoever. And we need fiber to push things through. So eggs and veggies would be, you know, a good breakfast. That's nice. Doable. Um, and um, I have a delicious recipe for something called chia pudding, which is absolutely delicious for breakfast. It's like a pudding that you're eating instead of a cereal. And it's super high in protein, super high in the fats that are really healthy fats, super high in fiber. Yeah, so those are three choices that are just cellular health supporting. You know, we have such a huge show, and you're going to be up next, Dr. Dale. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little shift here, okay? Because I want to continue with this because it's really important. And we just, you know, in the whole Halloween season and everything, and then we've got Christmas and we got all the chocolate and candy and everything like this. And I really want to have this whole awakening for parents, especially being parenting being a parent to an athlete today, uh, let's let's raise up the responsibility because no sense in having your child at the end of the day have like 25, 30 teaspoons of sugar, okay, day in and day out. So we're going to talk about that a lot and more. We've got Alex in the house, Dr. Dale Fitry, Dominique Hackett, our producer, and we are going to be back with more after these messages. Then you can monster man. I 
monster from its slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hi, I am Dr. Dale Figtree. I'm a nutritionist in Santa Barbara. Uh, my telephone number is 805-563-4904. And I want to share a fabulous, healthy breakfast with you. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it's called chia porridge. And it's like a dessert, but it's for breakfast and it's incredible. But before I talk about that, I want to say that many people for breakfast have orange juice. And I just want to say that that you're better off having an orange that's cut up so you can have all the fiber. And then the sugar from the orange goes evenly into the bloodstream. It's not like the juice, which is a hit for the pancreas. Then it stresses it out and can ultimately lead to diabetes. So a cut up orange if you want to have that sweetener to begin with. But chia porridge is the easiest thing to make. You basically heat the uh, cup of water for one. Um, you, you heat it until it's tepid. You don't want to boil it because boiling will kill some of the healthy fats in the seeds. So tepid means hot, but you can still feel it. You pour it into a bowl. You do two tablespoons of chia seeds, which are like four grams of protein. And then um, three tablespoons of hemp seeds, which are like 10 grams of protein. So this is just an outrageously high protein breakfast. And wow. High in what's called anti-inflammatory fats. These are the really healthy fats that heal the body. And then you put in two or three handfuls of fresh blueberries, which have extraordinary antioxidants and vitamins, and then a cut up apple. And then you just stir it and it becomes really thick. Sometimes I also put in a tablespoon of uh, grated um, um, coconut, Mm. Uh, coconut, which is delicious. And you end up with this bowl that is, it's more nutritious than some children um, taking nutrition for the entire day, just in this bowl. It's that. So go for it. Nice. Alex. Yeah, you know, and I had something similar today. You know, mine's probably, maybe it applies more to kids who like Greek yogurt. I had Greek yogurt this morning, you know, those individual cups. It's about, a, it's roughly about a, like two thirds cup of Greek yogurt. I like putting a little bit of protein powder in mine. And I do like maybe about a third serving of protein powder. And I mix it all up and it turns into a, vanilla frosting it's actually quite delicious and uh, then from there i'll add in blueberries i do about a quarter cup of blueberries and then i add on hemp seeds some chia seeds that you mentioned i actually i'll add in a little bit of uh, hazel i'm sorry walnuts and then top it off with a little bit of sliced almonds and coconut and then a little drizzle of honey not a lot of honey just a little drizzle that's it and so that was like my grown-up cereal this morning. And, and, you know, and I had it around 10 o'clock and it's usually, you know, when, when kids have cereal, they spike and they're, they're spiking their insulin and then their hormones get out of whack and then they're, they crash. And that's how you get into that little up and down flow with children who all of a sudden are at the end of the day, just nuts. It's just nuts. They're they're crazy, and then they're coming off the sugary day. Hormonally, they're off. 
they're just off. It, you know, kids have hormones too. So do adults. So the, the sugar can really affect our hormones as well as our insulin levels, our pancreas and creating this epidemic that's leading to diabetes. But it's, it's a dangerous game, especially with Halloween. I mean, you know, <laughs> kids are going to eat their sugar. I'd highly recommend staying away from all the candy that's colored. All the colored candy. You know, if you're going to do it, maybe the lesser of two evils, what are you going to do? Maybe those Reese's peanut butter cups that have some peanut butter in them and it's all chocolate, milk chocolate. Yeah, I mean, it's still not good for you, but if you're going to do it, you might as well do that instead of like the Skittles, the Jolly Ranchers, the lollipop with the Tootsie Roll in the middle or gum. You know, the, I mean, it's, it's just so much bad candy out there. I can't even believe that we allow it to be here, but you know what? If you're going to do it, maybe chocolate would be the better way to go. Dark chocolate. But kids don't like dark, that dark chocolate. So think smart. Maybe have a little bit of candy. Get rid of the rest. Give it away to someone else. Give it to them. Donate. Yeah, it. Give it to the neighbor you don't like. Give it to the neighbor you don't like. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just saw I just saw an ad in our paper that there's a local dentist that will take back all of the Halloween candy that has sugar in it so that his his clients don't get cavities and he's trading it for just delicious um, strawberries and blueberries and things like that. Very cool. Yeah. For, I mean, if you can get some fresh, dark red strawberries, it's it's nature's candy. It's it tastes like candy. I and mean, also there's dried fruit like there's dried mango, which is fabulous. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that is a candy, but it's completely healthy. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Dominique. Happy Halloween, by the by the way, Dominique. <laughs> yeah. Well, Happy I, Halloween. I, I wanted to I wanted to follow up on the chia seeds and ask Dr. Dale a question. I noticed that when I put the chia seeds into the warm liquid after a few minutes, they get kind of slimy. What's happening to the chia seeds? Okay. Well, that's actually good because it helps break them down. It's like the chia seeds need to be in liquid to soften the, the, the shell around them. And so it just makes them much more digestible. So to put them in smoothies, to put them, you know, in, um, you know, in any kind of liquid is important. It's important to not eat them dry. So how many of us here, tell the truth, have bought their Halloween candy? Anybody? Oh, how adorable Dr. Dale did. <laughs> No, I'm fighting it. I think this year, honestly, it's so bad. I think I'm just going to, I'm shutting the house. I'm going to shut the house down. I just don't believe in it. I just don't. I mean, I could say, oh, yeah, get happy, get, you know, get healthy stuff or whatever like that. Blue bug, the humbug or whatever. I'm going to, what we'll do, Dr. D, I was going to say, we got to put Monster Mash for the first break song. That's going to be extent of Halloween. That's it. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I just, every time the doorbell rings, I'll go, by the way by the way if you if you are one who is uh very much you know the the capitalist the free enterprise person halloween is the candy industry's socialism because they're spread redistributing the candy <laughs> and i say that all of that i say tongue-in-cheek yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because back in our day, we used to have people making things. Obviously, you can't you don't trust that anymore. That's what's really kind of sad. But in our town, we knew where the brownies were. We knew where the cupcakes were. And that was 
fun. And now yeah. you could never even suggest that or even think it. Who's got the cookies? Who's got the... But that's what our town did. And it's just like, oh, God. I mean, I'm just glad I got to have that experience growing up. Even though you say to people now, they think you're nuts. Dominique. Well, I was just going to say, uh, as my kids became teens, they would interact with some of the kids that they babysat and so forth and help out having Halloween parties. So it's just like a small neighborhood party. And so the teens got to have fun with the kids. The kids were eating healthy food that were made by their neighbors at a neighborhood party. Yeah. You know, um, we've got Sky, that's AKA Richard Ellsworth and Sonia in the house. And they're going to be up next. Dr. Dale introduced us to uh, the newest edition. Uh, we've adopted him as our son. So Dr. Dale, that's the one thing I got to say about this show. Team sports radio now almost 14 years, as far as connecting, I mean, I'm so thankful to you, Dr. Dale, because he's a very special being. Uh, and I just, I, we love him to death. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's a, he's a good guy now, now being, uh, you know, in school and, and doing his thing. So you want to introduce him. He's got coming up next. We got messages. Dr. Dale. Okay. Well, um, just Sky and Sonia. Yeah. There you go. All your get you right on. Now ride on. All your get you right on. Come on and work it for me. Let you move. We are here together and we're in the group. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky and Sonia, and we are chiropractic students at Life Chiropractic College West. And today, we're going to talk to you about sleep. Now, sleep is a topic that we've covered on this show many times before, talking about the things to eat so you have a better sleep, the position that you should sleep in. We've talked about, uh, oh my God, uh, supplements that can help you sleep. So many different things, because sleep is one of the most important things, along with water and exercise and all those classic things, and especially for you athletes who need that time to recover. And we all need that time to recover. So today we're going to talk about the part of sleep that kind of gets overlooked and that's what we're sleeping on because a mattress is not just a mattress as it turns out. So this week Sonia and I went mattress shopping and wow there's a whole world of crazy stuff out there in regards to mattresses, things to look out for, things to avoid. And most people don't know it. And, you know, you go to the mattress store and there are all these selections and everybody just kind of jumps on the bed. And if it feels comfortable, then that's what they go with. And maybe they take it home, try it out, and it either works or it doesn't. Um, but what are some things that we can look for when we go to the mattress store? Um, so I know from buying mattresses in the past that, you know, it's always been important to me to pay attention to the fabric, the 
the material of the bed itself, because nobody likes that that factory smell or that off-gassing from chemicals, the, the VOCs, the volatile organic compounds, uh, but you want your mattress to breathe, but then you have to question, okay, well, do you want a foam mattress? Do you want one that has the springs in it? And it turns out springs are, are not quite so straightforward either. So, um, Sonia, I know that you used to actually sell mattresses, so I, I'm sure you have plenty of insights. Um, what, what do you think are some of the most important things to look for when buying a mattress? Uh, you're right, Sky. There are a lot of options out there. It can be overwhelming. Uh, one of the first things, of course, is comfort uh, and then also safety. So for myself as a consumer, uh, when I'm looking for a mattress, I want to make sure I'm going to have proper spinal alignment as well as not be exposed to chemicals while I'm sleeping. Uh, when it comes to alignment, I think it's really important to consider how you sleep. Side sleepers, back sleepers, Stomach sleepers all have different needs, um, and you can really narrow that down when you're shopping based off your sleeping style. So I might want to just go over some basics on that first. Um, for example, with side sleepers, we find that um, there's a tendency for particularly females to need to accommodate that curve of the hip, and generally with males, it's that shoulder because there's a more of a broad-shouldered appearance, and you don't want to wake up with a sore shoulder or a sore hip. So for side sleepers, they're going to want to look for something more medium to plush. And a little test that we did when we shopped was when we laid on our side, we looked at each other and evaluated if our spine still looked straight like it does when we're standing versus, I think you remember me laying on that firm mattress. And mm. what did you notice on that? My hip was high. Yeah, it was a little too high for sure. So when you have a high hip from a mattress that's too firm for a side sleeper, you're actually going to cause the bottom of your spine to sort of curve to one side, which is going to compress those nerves that are coming out of the vertebrae on that side and end up with less nerve flow, which goes to very important organs and all of our nervous system comes through that spine and supports the rest of our body functions, particularly while we sleep. That's what all our, our healing and recovery happens for the next day. Um, then with back sleepers, you know, when you're laying on a mattress on your back, you're going to want to try to reach your hand underneath the small of your back. If you feel a gap there, that means that mattress is too firm. It's not going to support your lumbar curve overnight. That can lead to soreness or discomfort when you wake up. And then for stomach sleepers... Which, by the way, we all know sleeping on your stomach is the worst thing you can do for your neck. However, nonetheless, we are asleep. We're not always aware that we are sleeping on our stomach. But a mattress that is too soft will cause the hips to dip forward for stomach sleepers, and they will wake up with a sore lower back. Um, so when it comes to that contouring and comfort and support, uh, typically the people at mattress stores are somewhat qualified Depending on where they've been trained, um, the big box stores tend to have larger markups. But if you can find a local business that's been around 40, 50 years with a few locations, depending on your region, that's usually a great place to, to buy a mattress and shop for one. So you can get fitted to the mattress. But yeah, side sleepers, you're going to want to go you know, medium to plush. Back sleepers can afford to go a little bit more firm, but be aware of that shoulder compression and things that can happen because buying the firmest bed is really a misnomer. That's that's old-fashioned advice and doesn't necessarily work for everybody. 
Um, although I have noticed certain generations do well with firm beds, if that's what they're used to and that works for them, you know, I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel <laughs> for everybody on that. So what about, what about chemicals, Sonia? I, I know that I'm particularly sensitive to chemicals. And when I bought my, my very first mattress, um, which actually came all the way across the country with me, I was very particular about it. Um, I made sure that it was an all natural fiber like bamboo. So it, it didn't have any smell when I got it. Um, what, what are the things to be aware of? I know that California has some laws about flame retardants and, and such. So what do we want to look out for? No, those are excellent considerations. Uh, flame retardants come in all types. Uh, the best ones you're going to want to use are, you know, latex, wool, or graphite based. Uh, back in the day, they used to use, uh, it's, it's gotten better, but you still want to look at individual mattresses. Um, some brands use Kevlar, which is the same thing they use in, um, you know, protective uh, clothing for, you know, professional uh, workers and so on. That flame retardancy from woven Kevlar is very strong and non-chemical. But so Kevlar is good or bad? Kevlar is good. Kevlar is good. Yeah, silica also, also pretty good. What you want to avoid are things like the boric acid antimony trioxide you know things like that can kind of work their way to the surface of the mattress and typically they're not going to say oh yes this is the chemical used in the flame retardant so instead you want to look for is it a natural flame retardant like wool for example is a natural barrier to prevent that combustion and comply with the regulations that are necessary to keep a mattress from bursting into flames in case of you know back in the day it was a dropped cigarette for example it is a hazard um, and flame retardants are important, but they have to be safe. So we kept on seeing when we were looking at mattresses something that said Certipure. What, what is that about? Certipure is good. Uh, Certipure is an industry standard that mattresses can qualify for. Certipure certified means that they've been tested to make sure that the chemicals that off gas from the manufacturing process, etc., are going to be more safe in the home. However, even Certipure certified foams can still have sensitivities. Um, personally, I like to buy mattresses that are not rolled up in a box because when those unroll, they tend to need to air out because they've been mm. stored, manufactured, shipped. Um, I also like mattresses that are not made to order. Maybe they've been sitting in storage for a little while because they've had them in stock versus made to order, rolled off right off the line and having that fresh, fresh smell. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that I just wanted to throw in there, because we're almost out of time, is I like to also pay attention to whether the mattress has coils or not. And I've always gotten mattresses without coils because the metal coils can conduct electromagnetic radiation, especially if you use a wireless router. Um, and that's always been something that I've been sensitive to. But I actually learned that it's safer to use the individually wrapped coils as opposed to the continuous ones. And that's something you can ask about when you're when you're purchasing your, your mattress. So um, unfortunately, we are out of time, but we could go on this topic forever. But just as a, as a final note, it's, it's important to pay attention to what, you're, what you sleep on. It really makes a difference. All right. So we will be back right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much
our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dominic Hackett with a life Hackett moment. <laughs> Santa Barbara Wellness Center. So uh, I just have fun looking for things that uh, make life better. And in particular, I was focusing on teens. And I thought I would just kind of review just a couple of things that um, as an adult, I might think, oh, you know, everyone knows this, but maybe you don't. So uh, my first best life packet for making tomorrow a great day is today, before you go to bed, lay out what it is you need for tomorrow. So whether it's your clothes, whether it's putting your gym bag together, whether it's lining up the books that have to go with you back to school, making sure your phone's charged, whatever it is that you need to do to make tomorrow a great day, do it before you go to bed. So lay it out. Do you guys do that, Erica and Dr. Dale? I do. No, I'll try it. Uh, (laughs) Then when you wake up in the morning, the next thing is spring out of bed and make your bed. Now, I know that sounds really crazy, but there is, they've proven it out psychologically that when you, have, when you accomplish things, we get a dopamine hit and we feel good about the day. And it sounds weird, but if you make your first accomplishment making your bed as soon as you get out of bed, that kind of sets you rolling for having a really wonderful day. It gives you a sense of self-satisfaction. So if you've never tried it before, try it for a week. Bring out a bed and make your bed right away. So now you've got all your stuff laid out and your bed's made, right? The next thing is um, to make tomorrow a great day, make sure that your alarm clock, whatever you're using to help you wake up, Make sure it's across the room. (laughs) It really works really well getting you out of bed on time when the noise-making thing is across the room and you have to get out of bed in order to turn it off. So uh, that's another great life hack to have a great day tomorrow. Set that alarm, but set it across the room. Um, Then I've got some other things to pass on to you. During your wonderful day, our energy level goes up and down, right? And sometimes in the afternoon, you're trying to figure out, okay, do I nap or do I not nap? And how does it affect my sleep and so forth? And I want to give a recommendation if you, teens, if you haven't learned to do some sort of meditation or something like that, I highly want to recommend take a nap, but keep it to like 20 to 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long nap. But that short little nap, it won't ruin your sleep at night, but it is really rejuvenating. So I I really encourage teens to listen to their body. And especially in the afternoon, sometimes I get hit between one and three o'clock where my body just says, lay me down. And even if it's just for that short period of time, it is actually very rejuvenating for the body. Because think about it, our body is full of water. And when we lie down, we actually make it easier for the water to flow throughout the body. And the body gets to do what it needs to do to help rejuvenate us. So that's my next life hack. Do you guys uh, take naps? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, in Europe, it's very interesting because at lunchtime, 
you know, between one and three, you don't hear children playing outside. You don't hear machinery. It's like it's more in villages, really quiet because everyone takes a siesta and nap after lunch. They just it's built in as a really health, great health support. Yeah, I I just think it's I have found it to be incredibly beneficial. Yeah. Um, then some of my other uh, life hacks. I know this may sound very strange, but if you find that you're anxious during the day, I really want to encourage teens to say this very short, simple mantra. I'm okay right now. Because for most of us on the planet, um, I know there are places on the planet where, you know, rockets are flying and so forth. But for the majority of us, we're not in imminent danger. We're not sitting in front of a saber-toothed tiger. And that it probably is true to say, I'm okay right now. And what I find is when I say, I'm okay right now, my body goes, <gasps> and I feel this sigh of relief. And I realize that if I pause for a moment, oh my gosh, I've been holding my breath. How long have I been holding my breath? How many hours have I been doing this shallow, you know, fear-based breathing? So when you, you know, you can even write it down on a book. Write it down on the cover of your textbook. I'm okay right now. I'm okay right now. <sighs> Take a breath. And what that does is it helps the body let go of some of those stress hormones and, and relax. And when you relax, wow, your brain turns on, your energy level increases. So many wonderful things happen when we're able to relax. So I want to encourage teens, take on the mantra of I'm okay right now. And teens, if you say that and it's not true, then you know that that needs to propel you to action so that you do something so that you become okay. So if you find that you aren't able to say, I'm okay right now, that's a signal that you need help and you need to go to the right person and ask for help. And if the first person you go to doesn't help you, you go to the next person and you get the help that you need. But for a majority of us, we're, we are going to be able to say, I'm okay right now. In addition to that, I, I, I like the whole breath too, because, you know, you, you really need five, seven, nine, ten deep breaths in the nose, out the mouth. And if you wrap your brain around the breath and just focus on the breath, I find it extremely relaxing. I, I could be angst about something. I even remember this. I was blessed to have great coaches and he, we'd be in the huddle and it'd be like a minute left to be under pressure. He says, everybody close your eyes, take three big breaths in the nose, out the mouth in the, and visualize, you know, it's just so visualize. You know what I'm visualizing right now? Heather Bond is who I'm visualizing. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be back with more after these messages. This is my fight song. Take back my life. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, Teen Sports listeners. It is Heather Bond, founder of Trekking Ambassadors, and happy Halloween to everyone out there today. Halloween, what does that bring? Sugar. 
Okay, that's a little bit about today's topic. I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Cass Cornish. She is a nutritional therapist and she specializes in GAPS. And she'll be telling you a little bit more about that. So Cass, welcome to the show. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me. You, so excited to be here. Yes. Well, I'm super excited. She's one of my favorites in the whole wide world. So um, anyhow, um, we are going to be talking about this. There's not enough time in this segment for this, but we are going to be talking about sports drinks. Cass and I both have um, uh, young teen athletes, and this is a huge, huge topic right now, um, and sugar is a huge part of it. But what I want Cass to tell you is what the GAPS means, what she specializes in. Okay, so GAPS is gut and psychology syndrome or gut and physiology syndrome, and it's how the health of our digestive system affects our overall health of our bodies. And what we put into our bodies affects that system immediately. And sugar is one of those things. And it's a toxin to our bodies. Yeah. And so if you guys are grabbing those energy sports drinks for yourself or for your kids, you really need to stop doing it because it is really having an adverse effect on these children, on yourself. I mean, they create dehydration. They're not going to hydrate you. They give you heart complications and they really bring anxiety into the kids' lives. So I'm going to have Cass talk a little bit more about um, really what the sugars in these drinks do? Well, first of all, you want blood sugar regulation to be smooth, right? We don't want big spikes in blood sugar regulation because that throws the whole hormonal system off. Um, so these drinks like Gatorade, which has about 34 to 36 grams of sugar in it, can make the blood spike. And so you have high blood sugar levels and then it can drop. So that can lead to things like hypoglycemia. It can further down the road. If it's, you know, consistent amount of sugar, it can lead to something as severe as type two diabetes. And, and, and we're in a pan, we're in an epidemic right now with the type two diabetes with children. It's, it's crazy. It's sad. We should not be there. These things should not be on the shelf. 32 grams. They say on heart.org that a, a man now Cass and I would probably love to lower these numbers, but they say that a man for an entire day, should have no more than 36 grams and women no more than 25 grams. So we're talking yeah. soda, 32 grams of sugar, yeah. and same with the Gatorades. So this is just toxic stuff going into your body. And I want to ask Cass, because there's all the food colorings, the red 7, 8, 9, and 10s that go into many of these drinks. So I'm going to have Cass talk a little bit more about those. Well, in things like Gatorade and things like Red Bull and things like the monster drinks, they add food dyes. And these food dyes are um, made from petroleum. They're petroleum. Petroleum-based uh, synthetic dyes. I'll talk about yellow number five specifically. It is uh, made from petroleum and the dye has been linked to hyperactivity in children. It has also been uh, known to have a known carcinogen called benzidine. Um, and, and so these things are added to these drinks to make them look fun and delicious, but they are toxic to your microbiome and to your body. 
absolutely toxic. And and just think of this, guys. If you go and you grab a rock star, you are looking at 63 grams of sugar. Or in the Monster Energy drinks, a 16-ounce one has 54 grams. That equals 13 and a half teaspoons of sugar that you are putting into your body. And um, this is just, you know, well, Cass, um, you were just telling me a story last week about a young girl. That's right. Back East who just had, after drinking a caffeinated lemonade type uh, power drink, uh, she supposedly had a heart attack. Yeah, suffered a heart attack, and she is not the first. There has been 34 known cases um, that are all linked to these drinks. So, And one thing I wanted to say is that the European Union has banned these artificial dyes in any of their food and drinks, and so it's just a crime that the United States continues to have these added into their food. Absolutely. And so when you go trick-or-treating tonight and you see all that candy that the kids are like, ooh, the red this, the blue that, I mean, it is truly just absolutely toxic um, junk going into their bodies. So, um, well, you know, I think, um, what, what can we look at for alternatives? Because I know what I love, but Cass, what would you suggest? I would suggest, first of all, just with Halloween, um, having your kids maybe even trade in their candy <clears throat> for a favorite gift that they've been wanting. You know, it could be as simple as a new book or a magazine or something special. Maybe it's, you know, you know a new toy, a new, you know, whatever, whatever their heart desires, but maybe trade it in because it's worth it. Um, for their health. And then as far as um, healthy beverage alternatives to rehydrate their bodies, good old water is the best. And if you add a sprinkle of like a little pinch of uh, mixed mineral salt, like Celtic salt or Himalayan salt, and a little squeeze of lemon, you've got a wonderful, very hydrating um, source of fluid for the child's body. Yeah, especially if they're playing a lot of sports. The salt is really important because salt is what holds the water in your body. And often we are very deficient in mixed minerals. And and do make that very clear that that is not your typical uh, table salt. It's no. not the iodized salt. This is very yeah. specific with the pink Himalayan or the Celtic salt. They each have like 82 to 84 mm-hmm. something minerals um, in them that our bodies, um, it regulates our bodies. Our bo- bodies are regulated by these minerals. Right, right. So you want to stay away from Morton salt. Don't go to further. Don't go for Morton's. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, also, well, like for me, Cass, I I am a huge tea drinker. I sip on, um, well, this is actually interesting because I sip on warm tea all day long. And um, I do know on hot days, I still kind of sip on it, but I do like cooler stuff. But we don't want cold, cold stuff going into our bodies because what can that do actually to the gut and the digestive system? Well, that can slow down the digestive system, be a bit of a shock to the gut having icy cold, even though it tastes, it feels good on a hot day. It can be quite shocking to the stomach. So it's better to have it kind of more lukewarm. I mean, ideally. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, 
As far as tea goes, I know, Heather, you're talking about herbal tea. Yes, right? yeah. herb teas. Yeah, no yeah. caffeine. No yeah. caffeinated no, drinks no. For, for hydration. No. Well, listen, we could just, I know we could just keep talking and talking on this, but where where can anybody get a hold of you if they want to really switch their um, health around? Well, you can reach me right now at my phone number, 650-380-4449. And my website is under construction, and but you will soon be able to reach me there. And that's yourbodiesgarden.com. Yourbodiesgarden.com. Well, Cass, on that note, um, we wish everyone a safe and happy Halloween. Um, Cass, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to having you back very soon because Thanks, we've Heather. got a lot to talk about because we've got a big world to change out there. Thank you, Cass. Thank you so much. You bet. Erica, back to you. Thank you so much, Heather. Looking forward to your next week's section. I want to thank again, Dr. Dale Figtree, Sky, and Sonia, Alex Ramirez, owner of Fit for Life 805, Dominique Hackett. Thank you so much. And thank you for Santa Barbara Wellness, all the support you've given the show. We're nothing without our producer, Dr. D. Dr. D, happy Halloween. Hey, I, I like your, I like your uh, costume. Ha <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Hey, be safe today. Please, please be aware and be safe. Come on. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody. God bless you all. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. They are every single.